Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, documentary film producer Dave Kelly, former NFL football player and executive director of Goals for Life, Reggie Berry, and Dean William Lewis of the Pacific Coast University School of Law as we continue our 20th anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the home of the brave. Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now, your host. Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're so glad you could join us for our last show of the 2011 year. Uh, we have some wonderful guests for you, starting with uh, our first guest, Dave Kelly, who is a documentary film producer and also is the director of Advanced Media Production, where we tape our Straight Talk show. So, Dave, welcome to our show. I'm glad to be here. And we're so happy to be able to use your fine facilities uh, to tape our Straight Talk shows. Well, you always do a great job, Art, and it's always a pleasure to be on the set with you. Thank you. Well, Dave is here. Uh, he is our local Ken Burns, really. Uh, he is a remarkably talented uh, uh, film producer, and your most recent uh, uh, piece of work involves the Panama Canal expansion. Tell us about it. Well, Art, I produced a documentary along with my team about the Panama Canal expansion project that's currently underway right now. And the documentary is titled Panama Canal Expansion, The Battle for Jobs and Cargo, because that's exactly what's going on. It affects the folks here in uh, our local shipping industry and in global logistics because they are expanding the canal in order to compete with the uh, traditional trade routes, which are coming from Asia and most of them... Um, disembarking on the West Coast. So the canal will be able, when it's, the expansion is finished, to accommodate these much larger container ships so they can go from Asia to the East Coast of the United States through the canal. That's correct. Uh, they can not only go to the East Coast, but also to the Gulf ports as well. 
but it gives them a number of different alternatives for those shipping lines. We have a quick 30-second clip of Dave's documentary. Let's take a look at it. Today, the trade winds billowing through Panama are once again blowing side by side with the winds of change. This time, the Panamanian people are in charge of their own destiny. They have voted overwhelmingly to expand the canal. This project will cost an estimated five and a quarter billion dollars in the process of constructing a much larger third set of locks. The new locks will significantly increase the size of ships that can traverse the canal. The Panama Canal history, Dave, is, is, is rich as part of American history, and your documentary includes some earlier episodes about the building of the canal. That's absolutely right, Art. Um, the American Society of Civil Engineers has named the Panama Canal one of the seven modern wonders of the world, and uh, I think it's an appropriate title. If you know the history, of course, there was a French company that tried to build the canal back in the 1880s, and that was a failure, and was a failure largely because of uh, the problem with uh, mosquito-borne yellow fever and malaria, and the fact that they just simply didn't have the steam shovels and the technology capable of getting the job done. So the French company tried it in the 80s and stopped, went bankrupt, yes. and then uh, an American company with the enthusiastic support of President Teddy Roosevelt said, we can do it. Actually, it became an American enterprise. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt got the U.S. government involved, and uh, yes, from 1904 to 1914, uh, the United States government was involved in building the canal. And Walter Reed, a medical, an army doctor, uh, identified mosquitoes as the cause of the malaria and yellow fever, and they eradicated most of that. Actually, yes, Dr. Walter Reed was credited with uh, making the confirmation that it was, in fact, the mosquito vector that was causing yellow fever. And uh, there was another doctor who had started to posit that theory. His name was Dr. Carlos Finlay. And uh, it was Walter Reed who confirmed that through the scientific method and doing a number of tests. So uh, we completed the canal and in the process uh, sliced a bit of Columbia away and formed the country of Panama that was more forthcoming in their diplomatic relations with America. Actually, yes, uh, Panama was a part of Colombia, and uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, President Roosevelt, uh, supported a Panamanian separatist movement, and he also utilized gunboat diplomacy to separate Panama from the Colombian mainland. And they gave us a 99-year lease or something, and then President Carter returned it. That's correct. President Carter returned the uh, canal. But this was the, the canal for a long time was sovereign American property, really. The canal zone was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, that was all pre-CIA, too. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> well, uh, turning to today, uh, uh, the port of Long Beach and L.A. together uh, is the fifth largest port in the world, and the major, I think, 40 percent of the imports come in through this port. So the Panama Canal, they have their eye on that. They're worried about the potential future competition when this is completed in uh, I think 2014 is the target date. That's correct. 2014 is the centennial anniversary of when the first canal opened in 1914 at the very beginning of World War One, And uh, local officials, yes, do, they do have their eye upon the Panama Canal. And in fact, the Port of Long Beach has embarked on a $6 billion expansion program with a new Gerald Desmond Bridge and infrastructure improvements to stay competitive because the Panama Canal route will be an important competitor. 
It certainly will be. And uh, the, the, as I said, the local port authorities are looking at that. They're taking it very seriously. There is competition. It will be a threat. And uh, people who don't notice threats often become um, non-competitive if they don't stay, stay afloat or stay apace. Well, Dave, congratulations on completing another uh, award-winning documentary. I know you did an early one, earlier one called Long Days Working Hard about uh, the war effort in Long Beach and building planes and all. So uh, you're a local Ken Burns. Well, thank you, Art, and I appreciate the compliments. And stay with us. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages. Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation. Part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life. Powered by Edison. This is Doug Albrecht sharing with you just one of the 100 centennial moments we chose to mark this special occasion. The Port of Long Beach was born when Charles Wyndham purchased 800 acres of mudflats in the San Pedro Bay, where the LA River meets the sea. Today, the port covers 3,200 acres of land and spans 35 miles of waterfront. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our Customer Service Center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. Or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. Welcome back. Joined now by former... NFL professional football player Reggie Barry played with the San Diego Chargers and he is on the National Board of Directors of the former NFL Players Association. Reggie, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, most relevantly, uh, Reggie is executive director of this wonderful program known as Goals for Life. Uh, tell us what that's all about. Goals for Life is a program where former NFL players work with kids in schools. We've been in juvenile halls. And we say that the same thing it takes to be good in sports is what it takes to be good in school. So uh, you go into schools and some of the kids that are having some problems, behavioral problems and all, you, you guys mentor them. Yes, sir. We, we teach them to win. We talk about winning. And I think uh, sometimes they teach the kids today that that's not important what grade you get or how well you do. And we say, you know, if you're going to play the game, play the game to win. And school is a game just like football is a game. And I can imagine uh, uh, kids from, from you know, uh, inner city neighborhoods uh, having a different reaction to a, 
to a football great like yourself coming in and, and telling him this than a, than a more academic kind of teacher. They may not uh, relate to the teacher as much, but uh, I mean, you guys are heroes to these kids. Yes, yeah, so we get their attention. You get their attention. Yeah, and if, whether we keep their attention or not, that depends on the athlete, but we get their attention. And uh, you have, uh, how many of the former players are, are working in your program, Reggie? Well, directly 10, but in Los Angeles, like we've done Super Bowl parties where there's been 30 former players come and signed autographs for the kids. So being the president, I was president of the chapter since 1990, off and on. Nice. So I have access to a lot of the former players. And so when I call them, when, it, when it's about a kid or a a young person, they come right away. So that's nice. And you're in schools in Long Beach and other cities. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Norwalk, Los Angeles, uh, and uh, just give a sense of what it's like when you go into a school and work with some of the kids there. Well, what they do is they send us from ten to twelve kids an hour, and we set goals and we sit around in the classroom setting and we talk about the same thing, like I mentioned before, the same thing it takes to be good in football or sports is what you need to do well in school. And we teach them that everything is a game. School is a game, too. And you got to look at it. School is a game. Yeah, you got to look at it like a game. Like a game. Yeah, and if you look at it like a game and you play to win, stay in bounds because every game has boundaries. Yeah. The problem with some of my kids and some, some of my young kids is they, uh, they don't see that school is, they don't see the boundaries. They don't want to stay in bounds. So if they understand yeah. that you got boundaries like everybody else has boundaries, and you stay in bounds and then you play to win, just like we do. So out you, of bounds. If you get out of bounds, you can't play the game. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you see the light bulb going on in some of those kids that you're mentoring? Sure, I've had I've had a lot of kids that were successes that have done very well. Derek Ward, that used to play with the Giants, he's one of my former kids. So I've seen kids do well. Then I've the ones I I, I remember some of the ones that do well, but I always remember the ones that don't do so well. <laughs> because you know when you're trying to win all the time. Them, yeah. The setbacks are the ones that... You can't, you can't bat a thousand, but uh, how many years have you been doing this, Reggie? 23 years. 23 years? 23 oh, years. Oh, my God. And you were a football great at Long Beach State. Yes, sir. I with played. my friend Jeff Severson. Yes, sir. I played at, when Jim Stangon was a coach, and we won the championship twice. Nice. At Long Beach, yeah. Long Beach State winning a football championship. Though. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a real long time. <laughs> uh, so you stay in contact with some of the kids that you mentored when they were in school and now it's 10 or 20 years later and, and do you follow up a little bit with some of them? Well, they follow up with me. I had a kid call me, well, I had a kid call me that was at a, a thing I had last year and he's 33 now and I had him when he was 11. Wow. Yeah. And he, and he was a little shaky at 11 uh, yeah. behavior-wise. Sure. But he remembered what, 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 what I understand when it, when a kid can tell me something that I taught him, yeah. then I believe that I had influence on him. But when they, if they just say, you know, Mr. Barry, you taught me something, you taught me, you helped me yeah. a lot. But this kid here, I, he, called, he texted me on, or emailed me, and then he, he said, I remember what you told me about discipline. And discipline, we say, is do what has to be done when it has to be done as well as it can be done and do it that way all and the time. he remembered that. He remembered that. Yeah. When he's, he's 33 now, he remembered it when he's left. I had another student stop me in Long Beach, and she just was a female. And I heard somebody calling my name, and I was looking around, and I didn't see anybody I knew. And this lady walked up to me, and she said, you don't remember me, huh? And I said, well, tell me your name. And her name was Tangie. And you could always remember a name like Tangie. And I said, I remember you. 
Then she told me how well, you know, she needed to set goals in, in that period of time and how well I helped her. So I said, thought she was pulling my leg and I said, well, you tell me something that you remember. And she says, I remember what attitude is. And I said, what is it? How you see things and how you react to it. And I looked at her and I said, well, you just made me feel like a teacher. Because yeah. she's an older lady with kids and now she's doing well. That's wonderful. Well, look at the impact you've had on so many lives. Thank you. And as a teacher, I, I can share the joy that you have. And I see the twinkle in your eye yeah. and your smile that, that, that you're very happy doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know what kids do is they make you see yourself, you know. And I always tell them things that you think. The difference between me and some of the kids I worked with is I never wanted to get caught, you know. <laughs> and kids today, they really don't care, you know, because they're looking for attention. Well, I always got attention from playing sports, so yes, everybody yes. gave me attention. And all yes. the kids are going to get attention one way or the other. And I always ask them, how are you going to get your attention? You know, how are you going to get How people? are you going to get your attention? Yeah. Oh, I, that's great. Yeah. Well, Reggie, we're so delighted you could be with us for, this is our holiday show, our, our Christmas week show, and, and, and what, a, what a perfect guest you are for this. And what a pleasure it is to be here with you guys. Thank you. And if you guys would like to support Goals for Life, we're putting the telephone number and website up. I'm sure they can use some funding support or volunteers and uh, give Reggie a call. Thank Happy you. holidays, my oh, friend. Thank you. Same to you. Okay, coming up, the dean. I bet you guys didn't know that Long Beach has its very own law school. Stay tuned and you'll find out where. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh, no! All right, you little trout sniffer. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, Dog. I'm totally naked right now. We're back, joined now by William Lewis, who is Dean of the Pacific Coast University School of Law. Dean Lewis, welcome to our show. Thank you very much, Art. Thank you for having me, and happy holidays. Thank you. You too. 
I'll bet 95% of our viewers do not know that right here in Long Beach, we have a law school. Tell us about Pacific Coast, Neem. Well, Pacific Coast University is actually the oldest night school in at least Southern California. It was incorporated in January of 1927, six months before the California State Bar was incorporated in July of wow. 1927. We're older than the Bar Association. That is correct. And you focus on evening students, you did from the beginning, students who are working, mid-career who want to get that law degree. Absolutely. The school has uh, basically uh, catered to working adults who have families, wives, mortgages, and so forth, but have always had a desire to become um, lawyers and study the law. And an important uh, development happened in the history of the law school just in the last year or so. You got accredited by the uh, state of California. Uh, yes, that's correct, Art. We were officially accredited on September 25th of 2010, and we're very proud of it. Well, that, congratulations. And uh, among uh, the graduates of uh, Pacific Coast Law School are Laura Dowd, who's now our city auditor, Jerry Shipsky, who's a councilwoman, uh, retired Judge Robert Parkin, former city attorney, was it? or Correct. Attorney. So, and a whole bunch of judges are alums of Pacific Coast. At least 13. Wow. So, check this out. You can get a law degree in four years for a total cost of $20,000, $5,000 a year, uh, and you get it at night, and you have some 170 students, and you're right here in Long Beach. That is correct. Uh, remarkable. Let's uh, just take a look for a second at the catalog, and we'll put the website and telephone number up at the end of the segment. If you want to become an attorney, like both the guest and the host here, for whatever reason, you don't have to practice law if you don't want to. You can if you do. It's great training. Absolutely the best. Like chicken soup, it can't hurt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you can get it right here in town. It, uh, that it has to be the best kept secret in this city. And if I may throw in, Art, we're about a stone and a half throw from here. We're right off of uh, Eximino and PCH. Yes. Within shouting distance of this university. Right behind Staples. So you can load up with legal pads at Staples and go take your courses. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's just talk for a moment about what a law degree gives the graduate. Well, depending on your perspective, I happen to believe that a law degree gives you probably the best education that's possible. In fact, there's even talk uh, on some campuses about replacing the general liberal arts curriculum with more of a curriculum that's law-based. Uh, definitely makes you a more educated citizen, makes you a more productive citizen, and uh, both of us believe in education. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a tremendous education. It gives you analytical skills, too, where you can Absolutely. go into an area that you're not familiar with, get familiar with it, and cut to the chase. I mean, it, it, I love, thinking. I believe in Occam's razor just as a philosophy of life, just so do I. eliminating unnecessary 
theories that uh, are not necessary to explain observed phenomenon, but also just in editing. We edit our magazine very tightly and just chop away unnecessary words, phrases, concepts, and get to the core. Absolutely. I agree with you. And legal training gets does you, that. Does that. Critical thinking. Critical thinking. And whether you actually practice law, whether you teach like both of us do, whether you go into government, how many members of, well, not this is not an endorsement, not that I think about, but how many members of Congress are lawyers? Uh, too Most. many. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it does change your, it changes your life, really. Yes. Yeah. For the better. And uh, is it satisfying being uh, a dean as well as a teacher? Uh, yes, it does. Obviously, uh, being a dean requires more paperwork, but uh, my biggest satisfaction comes when a graduate who has passed the bar uh, from our school comes up, shakes my hand, or gives me a hug to paste it on the gender, and says, thank you very much. I couldn't have done it without you and the faculty. Nice. You can't buy that kind of uh, feeling. Amen to that. It is so true. And uh, as we approach uh, the new year, Maybe one of your New Year's resolutions might be, I want to go to law school. And if you decide to do that and you live here in the greater Long Beach area, you can get a law degree for $20,000, not a six-figure burden as some graduates mm -hmm. have from uh, many of the national law schools, and uh, use it uh, as you wish. So, uh, Dean Lewis, uh, thank you. We'll be back with the remaining portions of our show after these messages. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. 
This has been our last show of the 2011 year as we continue our 20th anniversary season. I want to thank our sponsors, our many guests, and most of all, you, our viewers, for your support and loyalty over these past 20 years. We could not have done it without you. And Dean Lewis, thank you again for, for joining us and uh, being part of this, this last show of 2011. Thank you, Art. It was my pleasure. And thank you at home for being our guest. Please join us in the new year, 2012. Wishing you all the very best for the holiday season and the new year. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.